Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy for Me, which is very much a kind of back into the swing uh, kind of uh, edition of uh, of the pod this week. Uh, but I'll get to that. Uh, and I'll, Actually, I'm going to get to that pretty much uh, from the get-go. But before we start on that, let's have a little bit of that, uh, of that jangly guitar. Monday. There's something about the first day back at work after a holiday. Um, and you find yourself on the um, on the Sunday thinking about um, work and not wanting to not wanting to do it basically not not wanting to being in no rush at all to go back into the routine uh, and I think that's really what it it probably is all about it's probably all about routine because um, the work I do which is a little bit sort of scattered and disparate and sporadic. Um, is also things are all of which I enjoy, uh, and yet I still was having that kind of feeling over the weekend that I just couldn't really be bothered to get myself back into being in a certain place at a certain time, you know, be it a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and being in some kind of semblance of order. Um, probably because I was thinking of the things that I would have liked to have done while I had some time off that I didn't do. I didn't read as much as I would have liked. I didn't, you know, there were other things I would have liked to have done. I've got bits of telly that I want to catch up on that I've not caught, caught up on. I felt like the, the, the final weekend is always a case kind of all jumbled together. And before you knew it, it was Monday. It was Monday morning. So I've I'd got that thing straight away of, of almost pushing back a little bit against, uh, against the day to day. Um, but it kind of made me it made me think about the fact that there's other things going on um you know when you we we tend to have holidays through august so we tend to get back from a break with only a little amount of time before the kids go back to school and the the september start point and probably the january um, start point for, for 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 the schools. They're probably the two points in the year where everything feels like it's a reset. Um, and I think um, one of them is 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 linked because the academic year theoretically two thirds of the way through the year shouldn't feel like a reset in that respect. But I think it feels like a reset because it's tied in with the weather. And by that I mean the. The, the the weather's changing. The nights have drawn into a point now where it doesn't feel like the summer anymore. When when it's when it's light at ten thirty and then light at ten fifteen and then light at ten o'clock, it still feels like it's light late. It's now starting. To, you know, to me, I don't know whether it's the nine o'clock thing, but as soon as it starts to get dark, you know, somewhere between eight and eight thirty, then it's it, you you think to yourself, right, we're not in the summer anymore. We're in the last throes of the summer, we're, we're starting to get towards the autumn, and then the air changes. You know, then you start to get that cooler edge to the air, and the you know I came back and cut the lawns this week, and the ground starting to change. You know, you're starting to get the dew in the mornings. Everything feels different. So there's something about this transition into September which links in with the start of the school year, which makes it feel like it is that transition point. And obviously, the other one is is after Christmas, uh, when you actually do get the start of the year. But there's there's something about because I don't know why, but you. The transition out of summer into autumn feels almost feels to me 
the most obvious of the transitions uh, in a way that the others, you know, the transition of autumn into winter or winter into, you know, maybe winter into spring to a certain extent. But, you you know, you still find yourself getting bits of winter weather and it doesn't feel quite the same. So when you first see the first few buds of the of the spring, it doesn't it doesn't do it in the way that I feel it very much now. I feel that transition from summer into in, into autumn is a is a more definite is a more definite one and of course it ties up with all the other things that are going on so it's just it's just you know today monday's been that day it's been that day of pushing back a little bit against it but it's all around me i've noticed it um you know while i was away i've noticed when i've come back i've no all that transition it's all it's going to happen and it's already in flow, you know, be it starting to talk about school, talking to think about school uniform, you know, we're, we're transitioning back to football, all those kind of things, all the things that come with the start of that school year are, are all in play. The weather's, you know, the backdrop to it. And I can push against it all I like, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm there. Um, and I'm just going to have to get on with it. <laughs> I've not really talked much about football, um, a little bit about the first game back of the season, but I've not talked about much in. in and we've had a, we've had a hor- horrendous start to the season in terms of the results and in terms of what's going on. It's a team in transition. It's a new manager. There's a lot. I could get very very, um, you know, vocal and uh, animated on on what I think about the team and the formation and, and all those kind of things, but I'm not going to do that because it's. Um, it's it's well it's largely irrelevant but but also it's not it doesn't make, probably won't make the most entertaining podcast um of course not suggesting this is an entertaining podcast but um but it's it's been a it's been a low key start and we've we've uh, and low key is a very polite way of saying poor um and we've picked up one point uh, one possible point from the first 12 so we're we're rock bottom um of of the championship, bearing in mind we only just were relegated into the championship from the Premier League, so it's um, it's not a good place to be. But that's fine because it's a good squad, and, and we'll we'll work it out. It, it, we, it doesn't bode well for us bouncing straight back into the Premier League, but I don't see us being in the in the in in the relegation places come the end of the season. So that so those things will get will get worked out. Um, what was what I wanted to say about the football was that. Um, I you know I've been to a, a Carabao Cup match uh, tonight. We played Derby County, who are in the same division. They're they're in the Championship as well, um, and and we won. Uh, we went one nil down, and we came back to win two one, and probably just about deserved it. Probably weren't the best team in the first half, but probably over the course of the ninety minutes, probably just about d- deserved d- deserved the result. And um, Irrespective of the fact that Derby aren't a particularly great team, and irrespective of the fact it was just a cup match, and and both teams were not the teams that will play when they play in the in the in the divisional game, it was just nice to win a game. Um, we've you know I've I've always said that winning and losing are are both habitual, and we are we, we are a team of that's got used to losing. The for whom. Um, the sting of defeat is um, is not something that that hits in the way that it does when you're used to winning games. So we've got ourselves into this into this kind of you know rut of, of losing football matches, and it was just nice to win um, to, to win a football match. So um, it was also nice to go. Um, there's a different 
the cup competitions, particularly if your team's not doing very well, they bring a moment's respite because you can go into them to a certain extent flat, uh, sort of not flat, but you can go into them with with a different set of expectations. There isn't the same kind of issue um, about you know the value of that three points and what it means for the rest of the season. You can go in and go, right, okay, well, clean slate tonight. It's a single game. Uh, doesn't matter who we're playing. Could be playing Liverpool tonight. The fact of the matter is we could beat Liverpool. We could get through to the next next round of, the, of this particular cup competition. And that's exactly what we, or what we did. Now, do I think we'd beat Liverpool to get to the next round of a cup competition? No, I don't. But the point is, there's that optimism about a cup game because it's a single thing and anything could happen. Uh, and of course, there are so many things that can influence the result. So, look, tonight... We went out, we weren't great first half, we were better second half, we scored two goals, we won a football match. I'll take that uh, with 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 what's been there for the past 18 months, I'll absolutely take that. I know it's a cliche, it is something to build on, but it was just, it just, it was a nice place to be and it was a, do you know what, it was a nice journey home, talking about winning a football match. <laughs> I could have talked about um, Charlie Watts yesterday. Um, Charlie, uh, we we got the news of Charlie's passing um, yesterday. In fact, it was actually on the way to the football, and I rang um, I rang Jace Hunt, uh, nine forty two co-host uh, Jace. Uh, I say co-host; it's his podcast. I co-host his podcast. I, I shouldn't say it that way around, but anyway, Jason who's podcasting 942, uh, that obviously I co-host with him, uh, and we're both big Stones fans, and uh, the, the Stones are very important to, to both of us, um, and so it was, a, it was and, and I ended up breaking the news to, to Jason. Um, when I heard it um, break on Five Live, I rang him straight away, because I, it's, it sounds bonkers, but I, I kind of wanted, I thought if you're going to hear it from somebody, I kind of wanted him to hear it from somebody for whom the band meant an equal amount. Too. So you're getting it from another Stones fan and for some, from somebody who's feeling this, the same way. Because Jason and I have talked a lot um, and we're in that we're in that sort of that mindset, that group, that club that thinks that that Charlie was the heart of the band, that Charlie was the Rolling Stones. Um, to be fair, uh, a, you know, a club that includes Keith Richards, you know, who who thinks that Charlie was the heart of the band and was and was the Rolling Stones and I've I've always agreed there was something about the quiet man uh who with who was an an impeccable uh, player an absolute force um who you know with that beat that drove that band on and 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 it was a beat that was really important to Keith um and it was and and he was absolutely he he was you know the heart of that band and i don't quite know what happens now uh, to the stones after this i'm in the i'm in the camp that kind of it sounds awful because well no it's it's not awful because where we are now is the conundrum that involves money i i i'd like them to say that's it i'd like them to draw a line under it and say look without charlie there's no band uh, there's no running stones, you know. There's no running stones without Charlie. So that's it. We've we've had a good we've had a good shot. We've had sixty years, you know. We've toured the world and all those things, um, but but it's just without him, it's just not the same. So I don't know what's going to happen. I, I I don't know if I mean that's probably fanciful thinking on my part to think that 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 would be something that would would happen. But all I know is that that 
somebody who was really important to that to that band, um, probably in a way that Bill, yeah, far more than Bill Wyman was, uh, and I think probably far more than Brian Jones was. I think if you, I think if you think about the Stones, and if you're a Stones fan and you fit into the the category of people like me who look and go, well, it's it's those albums, it's those those albums in the late sixties. So it's Let It Bleed, it's Beggar's Banquet, you know, it's Exile on Main Street. Um, those are those are the 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 albums, um, and Sticky Fingers is the other one. Those those are the albums. Those are the ones, and so you look at that lineup that you know that was that was Mick Taylor on uh, you know on 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 guitar, uh, and you say, well, that to me that that was the Stones. That was the Stones sound. That was the that's the impression and the mark they made on on music. Um, so so now you've lost you know the the the, the core of the band really was Mick Mick. Charlie and Keith, and and Charlie's gone, and you just look and go, right? Well, is that is is is, is that it? Is it is it is it time to 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 call time? Uh, I don't know, and of course we don't know what they'll do, but it's just it's just terribly sad news, and what you know, what a what a musician, and what a and what a gentleman. Thursday. The UK has stockpiled somewhere in the regions of a billion um, doses of the vaccine. And this is not um, a stockpile um, from which boosters will be taken. This is a stockpile that includes what would be required to give um, a portion of the population boosters um, in the autumn. So let's, and I don't know the exact numbers, but let's assume that that cutoff is the over 50s. Um, so we've got enough uh, in the way of uh, vaccine to to boost the the fifty and upwards uh, portion of the population, and I would I would imagine that would also include uh, the the vulnerable. So that'd be everybody vulnerable, everybody over the age, over the age of fifty, and we still have a billion left over. Now we're talking about. Um, vaccinating 12 to 15 year olds I think we've actually passed um, we've passed the vaccine in terms of it, it can be it can be administered to that age group and I've spoken before about the ethical side of, uh, of this about whether uh, ethically we should put vaccine into the arms of um, people for whom they don't need it necessarily um, because the illness is going to be um, life-threatening to them, but just because it's a way of um, it's it's a way of bringing the numbers down and, and lessening the transmission. So it effectively allows the country to get back to normal because you're gonna you're gonna vaccinate groups that, as I say, don't need it because of the implications of the of of COVID, but but to 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 stop it spreading through that particular demographic. Um. Now and and I'm going to turn to the other point, which I think is you know because I think that argument we can is probably one that we can you know we we can have on another day. But what I'm I'm kind of um, a bit annoyed about, or, or or I'm thinking about, is we shouldn't be contemplating this because at this point in time. We we need to think globally. We we we've just got to say that until the until the globe's vaccinated, we're nowhere near to being out of the woods. So, if variants are the issue, and we've got countries in the world that have got vaccination rates of five, ten, fifteen percent, then we have to speed up that bit of it. 
that that the way you know, the, the way the globe operates the way people move around the ability and the speed with which something can 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 both um spread but also the speed by which a variant can spread means that we we've we've just got to make sure that you know the the globe over a certain age be that 30 or whatever or whatever is vaccinated as fast as possible so i'm now finding myself thinking that um that whilst i you know i can take a view on the 12 to 15 thing that in reality we need to move that billion doses on that billion doses could could you know make an enormous dent in the vaccination of say africa and uh and and don't we i mean aside from the the, the moral um the argument to that just practically is it not the fastest way that we're going to get out of the woods is 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 to be to get all countries up to a base level of vaccination and actually suppress as much as we possibly can um you know the vaccine sorry the 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 virus globally to stand some chances of having a global return to normal in the next you know year 18 months two years friday i set out this week uh, to make tfm a little punchier um tried not to ramble on quite as much as i as i normally do and try to get the thing you know out in maybe under 20 minutes um now is that because i'm i'm losing audience share no not really there's roughly the same number of people who listen to this um whether it's 26 minutes long listen to it when it's 18 minutes long uh so it, I, I don't think this is this is a way to either get new listeners or to stop people this is to stop people listen, uh, leaving though i i, I am going to um i heard something on a different podcast where they requested that if you enjoy it please share it it's so easy to share through the podcast apps. Please share it with, with say, three people. Um, so if you do feel um, of a mind to share this with somebody else, then 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 please do. It might take a little bit of explaining. Um, I, I don't know how you get into something like this. Um, though strangely, for those of you who have and still continue to listen, there must be some kind of... Um, almost uh, sadistic thing, you know, reason that brings you back, uh, and I'm, and again, I'm not quite sure what what that is, what the you know what the thing is about this that keeps bringing bringing you back. But anyway, we'll leave that aside. So I tried to make it punchier uh, because I've I've no backdrops this week. I've not, I've not got a, I've not got a, a Cornish backdrop. It's me. I'm back in my space. You know, it's the same. It's the same ticking clock. Um, and it's the same, the same kind of normal setup, and I'm very conscious that um, it's 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 been one of those weeks where because I've kind of been back in the in the work uh, kind of uh, vibe, and there was a bit of podcast stuff to catch up on with uh, with both Jason and with uh, with Steve H. That um, the the weeks seem to have gone quite quick without anything really happening, and and I don't and to be to be honest. I don't know where to start with the Afghanistan the Afghanistan situation. I, I really don't, other than the fact that it's just dreadfully, dreadfully sad, and I really feel for the people caught up in that who, who you know, from the outside, and I'm sure it's more nuanced, but there's a lot of people who have been friends to this country who it looks like we've we've pretty much just walked away from. 
Um, but I, but I don't want to. You know, that's a truly nuanced situation. So I don't I don't really want to get get into it. So I just thought I'll try and keep it try and keep it a bit punchier this week and try and keep it to, to around about 20 minutes, which I know I've just gone over. So I'll I'll wrap up there by doing the one thing I can do, which is wishing you all well and hoping that you're you're all well and you're all safe. And as cases are rising and uh, as, as things COVID-wise appear to be going the you know the wrong way, not at a ridiculous rate, but still going the wrong way, then I I, I hope that you all stay safe and your lives haven't been touched. Um, you know, by this by this horrible virus, uh, and that that you're in a position to to continue your lives in 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 as best the way as you you know you probably could. Uh, and with that, I'll sign off, and I'll talk to you all next week. If you've enjoyed therapy for me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.